What is the impact of technology on your life and on the lives of the people that you interact with and engage with? Uh, What impact does it have on the way that you socialize, on the way that you order food, on the way that you even book a flight or uh, catch your ride to work? And those are the discussions that we have during this Tech Impact segment. Um, And I'm excited to talk about the WWDC event that Apple had on the 6th of June this year, where they mostly make announcements that uh, pertain to what to developers that are directed at developers and not really us end users but what I love about Apple and what they do with their events is that they sort of merge everything together right in the sense that they don't make their events that are exclusively for developers only for developers they try to get us excited as well Um, so they announced some amazing things that I'm excited to talk about but before getting into that Mr. Shaltutoy, what is on your plate tonight? Tech Radar, Tech Impact, let's have a look uh, on the side of tech things. Um, Just two things that I wanted to share with you recently. Uh, First of all is that I've had the personal experience to witness a Tesla motor vehicle uh, closer, and and that is because there was one driving through South Africa while driving through the coastline of South Africa, and I had the ability to see it while it was charging in the charging station in a shopping mall very close to my house. So that was an unbelievable experience. And then the other thing that I would like to mention with regards to electric vehicles now, just coming to think of it, is the fact that um, we are selling, uh, South Africa has grown accustomed to electric vehicles we see the increase of sales in electric vehicles in the first quarter of 2022 more electric vehicles has been sold in south africa uh, than put together for the past two or three years so i think that is something exciting that's heading towards us then the other thing that is actually more technology and the impact of technology on a on a nominal space in our everyday lives And that is unfortunately not good news, that's bad news. Uh, If you are currently streaming and you are using Disney Plus as your streaming server to watch Obi-Wan or The Mandalorian or anything like that, now you would have noticed that you've consumed huge amounts of data probably. And that is because Disney Plus has a technical glitch which they are trying to solve out and that is that the data saver mode uh, on your device or on Disney Plus server in South Africa currently is not working. In other words, you are using the same amounts of data than you would have used when you were just streaming in full HD. Um, so having said that, if you stream Disney Plus and you compare the data usage to Showmax, Netflix or DSTV, if you're using DSTV, you would have noticed that um, on data saver mode on Disney Plus, you'll probably use four times as much data as you would have used while streaming DSTV and the likes. So if you're worried about your data usage, it's not that you're watching too much content, it's just that the service that you are using is actually consuming content irrespective of the fact that you've selected data saver mode. We trust that uh, that, that will be sorted out soon. Uh, the, the, great, the great thing is that Disney's been made aware of it, now, it was actually a private individual stumbling upon it and then made away on the public and a couple of people tested and they saw that they were still using the exact same amount. If you stream full HD Disney+, Plus, you're looking at about 1.2 gigabytes of data um, per two hours or something, if I'm not mistaken. Then switch on data saver mode and you would notice that you're still using 1.2 gigabytes of, 1 to 1.2 gigs of data 
for the two hours of streaming. So we trust that Disney will look into that and have it sorted. Because I mean something, you know, in a country where data and fuel is very expensive. <laughs> we would like to save at least on one thing. Hopefully data. Oh, Mr. Charles Dudoy, you're making me very, very jealous, particularly with the fact that you managed to see a Tesla in real life before I did. <laughs> Don't do this to me, dude. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, um, I, I absolutely am also loving the fact that uh, we as South Africa are embracing electric vehicles. And I do hope that they that it's just a speedy process, uh, them becoming accessible to the end user. They don't solve all of our problems, but they're definitely better than internal combustion vehicles that we're currently using, whether it be petrol or diesel. Um, they absolutely are better for the environment um, and also just in terms of safety, because then we can make cars just computers on wheels that are able to process information much faster than we can Uh, they can even detect when someone is drunk and i don't know if that's ever going to become a thing because i can understand how restrictive that may be and how a, a i mean we have um um intoxication detectors right um so imagine if your car could actually detect how drunk you are um and and actually sort of warn you that you're not suitable for driving and i think that's an incredible world to live in uh, but I also wonder whether people won't feel like their technology is beginning to control them uh, you know, but I mean, I, I do agree that there are levels of intoxication that should just be intolerable regardless of whether you're losing your autonomy as an individual um, but yeah with that said i would like to share my plate right so apple had their wwdc event uh on the 6th of june and i caught it a bit a bit like it was probably 50 minutes in but i mean there was a waiting period before it started but i, I also educated myself a lot on what happened before i was able to tune in so i just want to share a couple of things first thing that excited me obviously um is the fact that the new m2 chip is here ladies and gentlemen now i don't know if you remember how excited we were about the m1 chip like the fact that literally apple created and brought into the market a laptop that performs in terms of cpu the neural engine and its power management the best laptop in the market especially for the price, right? The best laptop in the market, but not in terms of GPU. And do remember that that doesn't mean that you cannot find, um, um, uh, you know, Windows laptops that beat the M1 chip um, in certain areas. That's not necessarily the statement I'm making. What I'm making is for the everyday user of a laptop, you and I, you know, uh, the person who who doesn't, um, you know, go and take videos and edit these large, big 8K videos that are shot with massive cameras. These are some of the best, best laptops in the market. Uh, The speed at which this laptop functions is just unmatched uh, for for the everyday user. The speed at which they're able to process information and able to switch it on. And when you click on an app, it just opens the smooth transitions and how it's able to communicate with other Apple devices is absolutely unmatched. And they've taken and also the way that it saves energy that ladies and ladies and gentlemen is unmatched i mean this laptop can last you five days imagine having a laptop that's able to last you five days right 
And I mean, obviously, that's with like um, a reg- regular and normal use. Your mileage will vary. But I mean, that alone is such an astonishing achievement that it really just makes me get so excited about the M2. Not because I'm an Apple user, because I'm not for many reasons. And I think there might come a point at which I become one, especially considering the the the, the, the trajectory that Apple is on right now, the approach that they're taking to their software. Um, so yeah. Yeah, so first of all, I'm excited about the M2 chip because you can imagine just how much more powerful it will be than like other laptops that are in its in its range. It's really making me now starting to see the price for an Apple laptop to be quite honestly a, a, a negligible amount. I, I know that I'm saying this. Um, and it's shocking because Apple laptops go north of 20,000, approaching 30K and above. Um, and, and that's a significant amount of money. But for their capability, I mean, come on. I mean, you could literally build a rocket and launch it to space. I'm not even exaggerating, right? Because the first rocket that was launched into space was done on a computer that's that has an operating system and, and a CPU that's worse than the phone that's in your pocket. Um, so that's not an exaggeration. So yeah, like I am very excited about what the Apple M2 chip, the new M2 chip is going to do for the market of compu- of of, of um, uh, personal computers in terms of laptops and desktops as well. Like how will Intel and AMD and uh, whatever other chip manufacturer, how will they respond to this? Um, and what is going to happen in the next 10 years? Quite honestly, you know, I'm a person who is quite afraid that human beings can go too far with technology i am absolutely uh, i absolutely believe that human beings cannot be trusted especially when it comes to making life convenient for ourselves we're not the best at knowing when to stop um, and that is a major problem um, so i say that to make this point as much as i'm excited about technology improving i'm also very very afraid that human beings might not know where to stop but for now i'm excited I don't want to turn this into a doom and gloom, right? Um, Another thing that's exciting me is also the new iOS 16, which is absolutely amazing. So, first of all, Apple is catching up to the Android way of doing things because we know that Android is very big on customization. You can literally take your device and customize it into whatever you want, move the apps however you want, download whatever app you want in order to um, for it to help you rearrange and personalize your phone even more. You can, can change your screensavers. You can, I mean Apple is beginning to catch up to that. They've introduced uh, a new function on, on uh, iOS 16 where you can change your home screen you can put whatever picture you want i love this new feature that they have where let's say you take a picture of your dog you can turn your dog into an you like you can take a picture of your dog tap on your dog and drag your dog as an element and drop it drop your dog in a in a whatsapp message send that to someone as a sticker think about that right that is absolutely incredible like it's sort of like what Google did uh, with their ability for you to take a picture and then select an item and then make it disappear. But like just literally make an item in your image disappear. That's magic, if you ask me. It's technology approaching a, 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 a an extent that it's just no longer technology. Now it's just pure 
I don't know, like magic. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly speaking, um, and and yeah, so I, I really really love that functionality. And another thing that Apple is really doubling down on, they're really improving the way in which their different, um, you know, the iPhone, the iPad, as well as the the, the MacBooks, um, and obviously the iMacs as well. The way that they're able to just seamlessly integrate um, uh, between each other and communicate with each other, it's becoming quite incredible. There's this feature that they uh, zoomed into and by zoom into I mean like they focused on where they spoke about how you can have let's say you're have taking a call on your phone um, and you're talking to someone and then you bring your phone close to your iPad your iPad will pick up the fact that you're on a call on your iPhone and then give you the option to continue with the call on your iPad and the same thing happens when you approach your MacBook. That is absolutely incredible. That is absolutely incredible. None of my devices can do that. None of them. And I still have to say that the Apple ecosystem is absolutely unmatched. Like it's it's just it's just no. There is no ecosystem that is able to currently compete with the Apple ecosystem. I think the only other tech juggernaut that even stands a chance of building an equally impressive uh, ecosystem is Tesla because Tesla is able to manufacture chips for well they have the potential to manufacture their chips from the from the ground like Apple does uh, and they also are able to build the software themselves they don't outsource it they currently are doing that um, and the imagine if Tesla released a phone that also works well with the Tesla uh, uh, you know vehicle imagine if they built a, a, a computer or a tablet that also works in conjunction and seamlessly with the Tesla vehicle I mean that would be incredible. I mean, it's not something that's easy to do. Building a an app store is one of the hardest things. This is why uh, the, the Google Play Store as well as the Apple Play Store are just unmatched currently because it's very difficult to get developers to commit. And also the at the other end, it's very difficult to get us, the end user, to actually even use the app store <laughs> that you've created. Um, so it's a very, very, very difficult thing to do. Another thing that Apple announced, uh, apart from the iOS, they also announced the new Mac OS, which is called uh, Ventura. Um, and I heard someone make a joke saying that <laughs> if you remember the old uh, film by, uh, what's his name again? Jim Carrey, um, Ace Ventura. I think it's the cable guy, if I remember correctly. Um, and his name in the film is Ace Ventura. There's a scene where he uses his butt cheeks to to talk. Um, obviously, it, it being a comedy, that was a joke. So someone was saying that they're, they're actually surprised that Apple didn't do the same thing to announce the new, this new operating system. Um, and you remember that the previous one was uh, the, Mac, the Mac OS Big Sur. And the current one is the Ventura. And they are bringing, it also is adding on to just the seamlessness of the Apple ecosystem. And I, I have to admit, I'm jealous. Like, I'm 
quite honestly jealous because I'm an Android user. Uh, my laptop is a Dell um, and I don't actually use uh, tablets, although I, I, I now am beginning to see that I actually have a need for a powerful uh, tablet device that can help me with like quick uh, video edits and, you know, editing for TikTok and social media. Um, I really do need it at this point in time and especially for taking notes at meetings. Uh, but anyways... Um, I don't have any device that is able to interact with another device that seamlessly. There is always a waiting period and it doesn't look as beautifully and it sometimes frustrates me to a point of me actually verbalizing it like I am right now I am frustrated right um, and and that's a big deal that's a big deal like Apple has solved that problem uh, for people who are in its ecosystem and kudos to you guys um, enjoy Charles enjoy <laughs> yeah so um, I, I, I also love the fact that they, they so they, they before they released the MacBook uh, Pro um, as I think as well as also the MacBook Pro Pro Max, um, and then they also released the standard MacBook um, with the M1 chip, and then also with the M1 Max chip. Um, so the M2 is officially in the MacBook Air, like the MacBook Air, guys. The entry le level and most popular, I think it's the second most popular laptop in the world. Um, so that is quite honestly exciting for Apple users because this is the M. Two, you probably can use this laptop for like an entire more than a week, you know, for seven days and not having to worry about battery. Obviously, if you're um, watching a lot of video content or editing a lot of video content on it, which it's not really made for editing video content, um, then you're definitely going to exhaust the battery if you're trying hard to do so. But this is quite exciting. I mean, imagine how other companies are going to respond to this. It's incredible. So they released the M2 chip and then they also announced a new device that actually has the M2 silicon chip. Um, and I, I'm excited to actually watch videos that show the real world performance of this chip. I really, really am excited to see that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for me on my plate, I'm not even going to talk about anything else. I'm just going to leave you with that. Apple released the new M2 chip and they announced the iOS 16 as well as the Mac, Mac OS uh, Ventura. Um, and I'm really looking forward to how the, the, the integration of those um, um, of their devices, how much more impressive it's going to become as they continue to make their transition to the to to the Apple Silicon chip. Um, I'm very, very excited. Right. I don't know. Maybe this will actually get other manufacturers to step up or it hopefully get them to start working together because I'm never going to own a Dell's phone. If Dell makes a phone, I'm not going to own it. You know, um, I love Samsung. And if I were not to be using, using Samsung, I'd probably go for like a Pixel or something else that's been around for very long. So I think it's going to come to a point of getting the, these manufacturers to work together, in my humble opinion.